Hola, bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. I'm your host, Tamara Marie. Before we get started with this episode, I have a quick question for you. What are you doing to improve your Spanish this summer? Summer is a time for vacations, for getting away, and you might even be planning on visiting a Spanish-speaking country. So it is the perfect time to improve your conversational skills because let's face it, if you've been learning Spanish for any length of time and you haven't been having regular conversations, you are going to fall behind. So this summer, we are not gonna let you do that. Here at Spanish Con Salsa, we are offering a summer boot camp. This is an eight-week boot camp that will focus on Caribbean Spanish and also Spanish grammar. So we're gonna be looking specifically at the past tense. A lot of people get confused between el imperfecto, el preterito, when do I use which one? And we're also gonna be exploring the Caribbean with Puerto Rican Spanish, Cuban Spanish, and Dominican Spanish. So you will have an opportunity opportunity to improve your Spanish and you'll also be able to attend regular conversation practice sessions facilitated by a native speaker all as a part of our Spanish fluency club this summer so if you are interested go to spanishconsalsa.com slash summer that's spanishconsalsa.com slash summer Registration is open now through Sunday. We have limited spots available. So if you're interested, I encourage you to press pause now before you listen to this episode. Scroll down to the description and click on the link or just go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash summer. Hope to see you in the boot camp. Now let's get started with this week's episode. Bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast, the show for Spanish learners that love music, travel, and culture. Close your grammar textbooks, shut down the language apps, and open your ears to how Spanish is spoken in the real world. Let us show you how to go from beginner to bilingual. Here is your host, certified language coach, Tamara Marie. Hola, queridos oyentes. Bienvenidos al episodio 71. Welcome to episode 71 of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to tackle a topic that I know is frustrating for a lot of Spanish learners because it's something that, frankly, we do not have to deal with in English. And even though it's more of a concept that beginners tend to struggle with, I run across several of my clients and students in my courses that have reached the intermediate level, but still struggle to master this. And that is the gender of nouns. So those masculine and feminine words, you know, in English, really everything is pretty neutral. We don't have all of these changes based on the gender of a word. So it can be frustrating when you're trying to figure out, is it el radio or la radio? Right. So these are the types of things that can really trip us up. And it's the reason that we make so many mistakes when we're speaking Spanish, because we're not sure of the gender. And then sometimes we guess and we make an uneducated guess. So I'm going to give you a few tricks today that will help you stop making those mistakes so that you no longer mix up masculine and feminine words. Now, before I do that, I just have a quick announcement. So starting today, so it's Tuesday, May 5th, 2020. If you are listening to this podcast on the day that it comes out, 
we are going to have a special beginners boot camp that's starting tonight within the Spanish Con Salsa membership community. So we're going to take you from zero to being able to confidently introduce yourself in Spanish. So if you're a complete beginner or if you really just aren't comfortable with having conversations yet, even if you've been maybe doing a lot of Spanish on Duolingo or you've been studying on your own, but you haven't actually had a conversation yet, this is the series for you. Now it is only offered within our membership. So I am opening up a few slides to some beginners who are also listeners of the podcast who would like to join us. We don't have a lot of space available because we only open it up to one people who are committed to attending the full series. So there will be uh, four weeks of classes, mostly on Tuesday evenings. But again, I can send you all those details. Just send us an email at team, that's T-E-A-M, at SpanishConSalsa.com. That's team at SpanishConSalsa.com. And put in the subject line, beginners conversation class. So, and we have a special offer for those of you, again, who are subscribers to the podcast for all the listeners out there. If this is something that you've been struggling with, or you just haven't gotten a jump start to actually being able to speak Spanish, this is a good series for you. I mean, again, only offer it within the membership, but I am opening it up to a few listeners of the podcast if you all are interested. So just email me, team at SpanishConSalsa.com, and I will send over all those details so you can join us starting tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern time on the East Coast of the U.S., okay? So that was just a quick announcement, but we will be having more and more classes. So I will be continuing to announce that information on the podcast. So if you missed this one and you wanted to jump into this beginner series, we will have another beginners bootcamp coming up very, very soon. So make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. If you look in the description of this episode or on the show notes page at learnspanishconsalsa.com, you will find a way to join our email list. And that way you will be notified first anytime we have a new class that's coming available. All right. So let's get to today's episode. Now, masculine and feminine words in Spanish, I can tell you when I first started, I thought, wow, this is unnecessarily complicated. I mean, who decided that words had a gender? <laughs> so especially nowadays with all of these things about gender roles and sort of gender identity, it seems really archaic that a language sort of has this artifact of words being masculine and feminine. Um, and it's even more interesting when you consider the fact that even to speak Spanish, sometimes you have to know what your gender is, right? If you're going to describe how you're feeling, for example. So if I say estoy cansada, then you know I'm a female. But if I say estoy cansado, you know I'm a male. So things like that I find to be a little bit outdated. But nevertheless, most of the romance languages have this feature where you have to really learn which words are feminine and which words are masculine. So I have a little bit of a hack that I developed to really help you understand and remember which words are feminine and which words are masculine. But first, I just want to go through some of the rules so that you have an idea of what words or how to tell if a word is feminine or masculine. And then I'll give you sort of my little trick for how to memorize this so that you don't have to struggle every time you learn a new word or every time you think of a new word to try to figure out is it masculine or feminine. Now, I will caution before I go through the rules that like with all rules, they're meant to be broken. So there are exceptions to this rule. So the example I gave at the beginning of the podcast La radio, which that's the correct is la radio, not el radio. 
it's actually an exception to the rule. So unfortunately, the one tip I can give you to start out before I give you the rules is that there are exceptions. So don't let those trip you up. You will have to study and learn those separately. And I do have a way that I suggest doing that if you're using flashcards, if you use the app Quizlet, which is the app I really like, they have added a feature where you can actually change the color of the words on your flashcards. So for instance, if you want to put a feminine word, you can put it in pink or a masculine word, you can put it in blue. Kind of reminds me of like planning for a baby's nursery, right? So again, kind of an archaic concept, this whole masculine and feminine thing. However, we do have to learn it if we want to speak Spanish fluently. So that's one suggestion I have. When I saw that Quizlet had that option, I thought that was a really great opportunity. But I would also encourage you, if you're colorblind or even if you just don't want to use the color feature, just use the definite article when you learn a new noun or a sustantivo. So again, anytime you're writing down new vocabulary, of course, I always recommend that you learn vocabulary in context. But if you're learning a noun, then it's really important to know from jump, right, from the beginning, whether or not it's masculine or feminine. So the way I encourage you to do that is to use the definite article. So that would be la or el. So if you're going to write down the word silla for chair, you should write la silla. That way, when you go back to review later, you don't have to wonder, oh, is this masculine or feminine? So that's a good tip. Just get in the habit of when you write down new vocabulary, you're learning new vocabulary and you're learning nouns or sustantivos that you always, always write it with the definite article. Okay, so that was my first little tip. So now let's go through some of the rules. And I get into this in more detail in the Learn Spanish with Music courses. Actually, one of the lessons we go really in depth on all the rules for masculine words, all the rules for feminine words, and we go through some of the most common exceptions. But in this episode, I'm just going to go through the rules for feminine words. And you can sort of deduce from that if you at least know feminine words, the other half of the equation is Well, the other option is that they're masculine, right? There are a few examples of neutrality in Spanish. We're not going to get into that. When you're dealing with nouns, they're going to be masculine or feminine. All right. So don't get tripped up with some of those other concepts in this conversation. Okay. So the first rule that we all know is when you have a word that ends in a or in Spanish, a, that nine times out of 10, that is a feminine word. So that's the one we probably all know. Again, there are some exceptions to that. But by and large, words that end in A are feminine. The next one, and this one you may or may not be familiar with, it's words that end in I-O-N. So it's like that ion, right? So nación, publicación, any word like that that in English would end in T-I-O-N. So this is a very, very noticeable cognate between Spanish and English because any word that ends in T-I-O-N or shun sort of in English has that I-O-N or ion ending in Spanish. And those words are largely feminine words. So anytime you see a word like comunicación, so you would say la comunicación and you would know that that is feminine. Okay, so so far we got two and those are pretty easy. Words that end in a, words that end in ion, and then you have words that end in the letter D. And again, this is nouns that end in the letter D. Not all words that end in D are feminine words, but nouns that end in the letter D are by and large feminine words. So a few examples of that are pared. So if you were learning pared, which means wall, you would write la pared, la pared. Another example is sed, sed, which means thirst. 
So when you say, tengo sed, even though literally it means I have thirst, it's I'm thirsty. But that word sed ends in a D because it is a noun. The rule here is that it is feminine. Another example is salud. Salud, which means health. So that is also feminine. And you might hear salud pública for public health. So anytime you're using an adjective to go along with these, of course, that adjective also takes on the feminine characteristic and you would make the adjective feminine as well. All right. So that is one rule. Words or nouns specifically that end in the letter D or de in Spanish. And then you have nouns that end in the letter E. So that's the English E or in Spanish E. So a few examples of this are mente, mente, which is your mind, or gente, which is people. So all those end with that E, and those are all feminine words. So la mente, la gente. You also have words that end in the letter Z. Now remember Z or seta in Latin American Spanish sounds just like the letter S. So even though we see it in English as the letter Z, it sounds more like an S. So anything that ends in that Z, which is gonna still have the S sound is also, again, this is the rule of thumb, it is a feminine noun. So some examples of this are pas, Paz, which means peace. So that's spelled P-A-Z. La paz, the peace. There's also vos, vos, which is the informal way to say tú in some places, especially in Argentina, where vos is used a lot. That's actually the V-O-S. This is V-O-Z, which is vos, like your voice. So la voz, the voice. And then one you've probably heard before is ves. Best. So that means something like time or occurrence. So I can say la primera vez, which is the first time. Okay, so that's another word that ends in Z. So again, just a rule of thumb, anytime you're trying to figure out is this sustantivo or noun masculine or feminine. So here are the ways to tell if a noun is feminine in Spanish. And it's basically, you can tell that by the ending of the word. So we have words that end in a, ion, de, e, and seta. Okay, so more than likely, when you run across those words, with the exception of the exceptions, <laughs> the word is going to be feminine. So you can feel free to use the feminine definite articles and indefinite articles like una, la, las, unas. Those would all correspond to these words. So just a quick tip too. So I promised at the beginning, I would give you sort of a hack for how I remember this. Now, this may sound a little silly, <laughs> but sometimes it's the silliest things that really stick in our memories and help us to remember things, right? So sometimes we come up with these silly examples or these crazy outlandish sort of examples to try to remember things that we need to commit to memory, right? So um, in this example, this is just a little bit of a silly one. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but hopefully when you think about it, it's sort of an acronym that'll help you remember which words are feminine in Spanish. So for all of my listeners who are outside of the U.S., you're probably familiar with the fact that the last letter of the alphabet is called Z, right? Now, here in the U.S., we just call it Z. 
in other places, it's Zed. Now, I do not know why that is <laughs> exactly, but it is actually a really convenient acronym to remember feminine words in Spanish because that Zed, Z-E-D, those are the letters that I just mentioned. If a word ends in one of those letters, it is most likely feminine. So Z-E-D or Zed is a good way to remember feminine words. And the silly part I added to that, because I also wanted to add in the A, so to remember that words that end in A are feminine, and that Ion, right? So I actually just came up with the phrase, a Zed nation. So I think of it as like a nation of people that use Zed as the last letter of the alphabet instead of Z like we do in the U.S. So again, it makes no sense. But often the things that don't make any sense really do stick into your memory. So a Zed nation is the way I remember uh, because also nation, when you translate that, is nación. And that's one of the words that ends in I-O-N, which is another feminine ending. So a and then Zed, nación. So I just kind of envision, you know, a nation of people. Maybe they all look like the letter Z. <laughs> so again, silly um, way to remember it, but it's something you can kind of make a picture of and put in your head. Maybe it's like a huge Z with a flag. You think a Zed nation, whatever kind of silly or crazy way. Maybe it's like a huge pink Z. I don't know, but whatever uh, would help you remember it. That helps me. So I don't have to really look up these rules again. I just kind of remember, oh, ah, and then Zed. Okay, set the A de, and then Ion for nation. So it's kind of a shortcut to help me remember. And you might be wondering, well, what about the masculine words, right? So I will put a link in the show notes page if you're interested in diving deeper into this topic. I do cover it more in the Learn Spanish with Music course, where we have a whole lesson that goes into more examples. I also give you the exceptions to these rules, because as I mentioned, there are some exceptions and it's important to commit those to memory because there really is no other way to learn them. You just have to find out what they are. Um, and it's great if you do that in advance and not when you are about to speak to someone. Okay. So I cover that more in depth in the course, as well as the rules for masculine nouns. But for now, since you know the feminine ones, you can just assume that the words that are not feminine are masculine. Okay. Now that might not be the best assumption because again, you still have to learn those exceptions, but it'll at least get you through the day. If this is the only thing you take from this episode, a Z nation as a way to remember feminine uh, sustantivos or nouns in Spanish, then you can just sort of, you know, if you're not looking it up and you're in the middle of a conversation, you can go, okay, if it doesn't fit one of those, then I'll just assume it's masculine. So that's another way that you can sort of apply what you've learned today. But again, if you want to go deeper, go to learnspanishconsalsa.com forward slash 71. So learnspanishconsalsa.com slash 71. And there will be a special link in there so you can get more information about our Learn Spanish with Music course. And you can learn all the rules for the masculine verbs as well as some more shortcuts and tricks and hacks. And of course, learning with music because that makes everything much more fun and much more memorable. So that's it. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast and that something you heard today will help you go at least one step closer from a complete Spanish beginner to bilingual. Hasta la próxima. Thank you for listening to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com. 